Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Huh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. You guys know Sierra got married last year. It's a lot of work. Oh boy, was it. It's a lot to do. And one thing that really helped her figure out what to do first, where to access certain resources, how to get people to know where they were supposed to go for a wedding. Zola. With Zola, you can discover venues and find vendors easily. You can message and book vendors right on their website. And truly, when I say that that was the first part that we had to do and also one of the most intimidating and hardest, it's so nice to just have them all listed right there and be able to talk to them right there and then. They also have free planning tools, which is really helpful because you don't know what you don't know. And if when you go to Zola, you have a guest list manager, wedding website templates, a budgeting tool because dang, can a wedding get out of hand real quick? Mm-hmm. It could all eliminate so much stress and you'll save so much time all because it's like a one-stop shop. That's so true. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. I'm sweating. Hey, Sierra. Hey, Jerry. Welcome back from Mexico. Thank you so much. So good to be back. Do you have your comfy pants on? I do. I'm at maximum comfort level right Heck now. Yeah. Do you know how many people I've seen say maximum comfort? No and way. I don't want to say that it's me. Yeah. But <laughs> maximum, maximum comfort. comfort. <laughs> uh, I'm so comfy right now that I... I'm wearing the stolen slippers that I wore from my hotel room in Mexico. And I haven't taken them off. They're amazing. You know what is bothersome to me is that we recorded enough episodes that it that everyone is not going to necessarily like miss you. But I freaking missed you. I know. It was bad. It, was, it felt like a long time. Two weeks. Yeah. That was a lot for me. Yeah. Um, I almost went full be- Boy Meets World and like... Made showed, it. showed up oh, yeah. at your that would resort been like Eric Matthews, <laughs> the head in the coat <laughs> got bit by a spider. Lashad, <laughs> paralyzed. <laughs> oh man, I'd have yeah. done it. Do you know what's the best part about being back now? What? I don't have to shave my legs every day anymore. I wouldn't have shaved my legs anyway. Well, I know, but you we. Your hair is so blonde, you can't tell. If I miss shaving for a day, it's like stubble. But you know what? It's wintertime, and I'm ready to grow out my fur. <laughs> Speaking of. I'm sorry to all the men listening. By the way, they just shut it off. They're like, ugh. Gross. Women have hair? Oh, my God. Women have hair? Are you Ew. freaking kidding me? <laughs> Ew. I learned 
that my chin hair takes two weeks to grow. Oh my God. Because the last time I plucked it was when we recorded last. Yeah. And I just plucked it today. I just plucked mine. <gasps> yeah. We're, We're on, on the same cycle. <laughs> Our chin hairs are growing at the same pace. We're synced up. Which one do you think's the alpha? <laughs> I don't know. Mine was really long. <laughs> Like, I think mine grows way faster. <laughs> mine was not that long. Like, it was so long that I saw it in the bathroom at the <laughs> airport in the mirror, washing my hands. And I was like, you've got to be shitting me. <laughs> it was sticking straight out sideways. <laughs> like a little porcupine it is. <laughs> I'm so excited because... Um, I really miss this. I mean... Me too. We did two in a row, so it didn't feel like to the, the people yeah, listening. Yeah, was like, we just heard you last yeah. week. But we did too, and then it was like missed a whole week, and then I also, it was just a lot of time. And, and not only that, but like we mentioned last time that we spend a lot of our time Marco Poloing. Yeah, and, and I she couldn't was do like it that much. on the beach a lot. I was on the beach like, a lot. Low, I'm lonely. <laughs> I know. And even when we're not Marco Poloing, I feel like I'm here every other day. Yeah. And I was, yeah. It's good to be back. And the difference with this episode is normally oh. Sierra is in charge I'm, of kind of guiding the conversation. I'm very scared. <laughs> I don't like being in the dark. She has no idea what the questions are. Yep. And I do. And I'm very excited. Yeah. Well, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> so um, we've got like, I don't know, between 15 and 20 questions. And some of them like have multiple questions within yeah. them oh so yeah we did a little q a for this time so we ask people if you don't know if you weren't watching we ask yeah. people on social media to send us anonymous or not anonymous questions yeah so you guys get to know a little more about us and, and they're also, super anonymous because sierra has no idea what they are i don't know anything about them and it was good for me because then I didn't have to do research while I was laying on the beach. Although I totally would have. I really would have. But. And we're so happy to do one like this because the last two were like. Heavy. A lot. Yeah. We're, we're getting back into like, let's just be silly and laugh. Yeah. We're back to uh, fun, fun times. Yeah. Because. Mm-hmm. You're kind of in a hole for a second. You made me sad. Although I will tell you quick before we get into the questions. Yeah. Number one. I realize another phobia that I have. Oh my Probably. gosh, that's one of the questions. Really? Yes. Should I wait? Should I save it? Uh, yeah. Well, let me just ask first question. Question number one. Okay, let's just do it. <laughs> Is other than what you mentioned in the phobias podcast, do you have any other fears? Yes. So, <laughs> what I if didn't... you just ended it like that? No. Yes. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> what if I was just like, no, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Psych. Um, yeah, so I didn't realize how big of a fear of flying I had because I have only flown once and it was to Florida. So it was like an hour flight. Mm -hmm. Not bad at all. And it was in the summer. So we had zero turbulence. And I don't think I'm afraid of flying because when we're in the air, I'm good. But I've never, have I ever told you this part? Okay, so I have my biggest phobia, I think, mm -hmm. is a fear of falling. Mm -hmm. Isn't that like basophobia that that i feel like is my biggest fear of all time because it gives me the most irrational anxiety because mm -hmm. in my head i know like for instance i've put this on facebook so I, i'm sure you know mm -hmm. 
I have been very, 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 you guys, I know it's irrational, so don't make fun of me because I already do. But I have a fear of falling through floors. Like Like your bathtub is going to fall? That's my biggest one. If I'm in the bathtub and it fills up with water and I'm also in there, I'm like, Mm -hmm. this is too heavy. It's going to fall straight through. I, I don't know why. Or like I work in a very old building very old mm-hmm. it's got a basement underneath it and when too many people are walking the floor will like kind of shimmy mm. and shake because it's hardwood floor yeah and immediately i'm like we're going down we're all going down <laughs> you hold hands. so when i was on the plane and we hit some of the hardest turbulence that we there was a guy sitting um beside my boyfriend's dad and he was like i fly like four times a year and this is the hardest turbulence we've ever hit there were moments where we were up and it was like boom it brought us right down nope. yeah nope in my stomach it kept doing that thing where you go over hills you know yeah. and it drops yeah, yeah. So, she calls them tickles i'm like that doesn't that tickle know, okay. that makes me feel like i want it <laughs> like my, my butt is on the floor yeah, i was gonna say my heart is falling out of my asshole <laughs> yeah that's not a tickle <laughs> doesn't tickle <laughs> but so i was in the middle seat and i'm squeezing my boyfriend's hand in one and then my boyfriend's mom who is the most amazing lady in the world she's on well and my own mother i'm sorry <laughs> they both listen so i'm like you're both wonderful but if i could pick anybody in the world to be a second mom yeah she is it so she's on the other side and she also doesn't like that part so we're freaking squeezing hands so hard and there's like children laughing and playing still like nobody is caring we're gonna die kids stop laughing except there was one moment where we fell like hard and then the lights shut off people like (gasps) screamed and children started crying and i was like okay this is it we're going down i was so afraid i'm like wow we're gonna end the podcast because here dies on this plane yeah yeah oh it was so scary oh my god how selfish was that (laughs) great i can't freaking podcast anymore he's my partner well that was what i was thinking i was like the podcast is ruined (laughs) right i mean and also like my child is motherless but (laughs) but also the podcast on the podcast. <laughs> but so it was funny because she has she's sitting beside me and we're both like deep breathing and she gives me her ear pod because she's listening and she's listening to our episode on anxiety. Aww. Yeah. And it was like the part that it said about the beach. And she reminds me a lot of my aunt who when I said it in that episode, the reason I got emotional is because my aunt passed away 10 years ago and she was an amazing, amazing part of my life. And Susan reminds me so much of her. So, like, when I heard that little part, it was just, like, almost like a, oh, it was very comforting. Yeah. I don't know why I got off on that tangent, I'm but I so think it, it was just, that was, that was very nice Well, to that hear. was a fear that you said that yeah. you didn't yeah, mention it necessarily. Was, it was interesting because um, we talked in the phobia ones about, like, ways to handle fears. Who knew that listening to my <laughs> own voice... <laughs> talking about memories could be so soothing but she yeah. said she was doing we were deep breathing in for four out four i was doing yeah. my mantras i was like you're not gonna die people fly every day you're not gonna <laughs> die people fly every day and then i uh, had to keep thinking like sierra you don't just see airplanes falling out of the sky like yeah. you're fine but yeah man that was a phobia but for some reason that's not the voice you listen to the voice you listen to is the one that's screaming yeah like this, gonna die. this is it but it was just that feeling of falling. I was like, yeah. there is no way that we're not plummeting to our death right now. <laughs> <laughs> this couldn't be anything else. And the same thing. I've told my therapist multiple times and she's like, Sierra, that's just anxiety. You're fine. But was that your first flight? Second oh, okay. ever. But it was the longest one I've ever been oh, okay. on. So, yeah. Second as in like the first one was on the way there? No, the first one oh, was like okay. to, to Florida. <laughs> oh, okay. For only. Oh, yeah, you already said yeah, that. Yeah. Good job listening, Jerry. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> But 
yeah. The, I didn't fly my first flight until I was 23, I think. Mm. So it's, I, I think if you grow up doing it, it's like going on a car ride because you're so used to it. But I'm like, we're heavy. We shouldn't be in the air right now. Yes. <laughs> That's all I kept thinking that was like, scientifically, this does not make sense to me. Right. So We did not cover this. I did not no. do an experiment on this. Nobody told me how this is possible, and I don't trust it, mm-hmm. even though it happens all day. There was one moment where I was sitting in the window seat, and I looked out, and we were passing another plane, and I was like, hello. <laughs> so <laughs> like you're on the highway? Yeah. Hey, that part was cool. You, and stick, then, you take your finger out of your nose, like, God, I hope that other plane didn't see me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like mooning him. <laughs> oh. No, but yeah, that that was a fe- that's a fear I did not mention as much that uh, I didn't realize. Also, boarding the plane, there like when we were leaving Mexico, they had like dark parts on the wall and yeah. we had a full flight so it was like a shit ton of people behind yeah, me yeah. and a shit ton in front of me you were, we're going bell again yes <laughs> so many lines <laughs> <laughs> but we were going onto the plane which is already a small tube and we're in a very small like tube to get onto uh-huh. it and i looked at um susan and i go i think i'm gonna pass out and she was like it's okay it's okay and i was like no for real i felt like i was going to i started seeing double my ears were ringing and i was like just Ooh, I oh, did that not realize. 100% is like when you're going to pass out. Mm-hmm. Those are the sounds that happen. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> okay, I need to sit in my seat. Like now, as soon as I got seated, I was fine. But it was like. <laughs> Until you're trying to land. <laughs> yeah. That was bad. Um, I do know that I have another phobia I didn't mention. And Please it's because me. I'm afraid if I say it out loud oh. that they'll hear me. Oh. Um, being the uh, good Catholic girl mm-hmm. <laughs> I was raised to be. Um, I'm terrified of possession. Yep. And I have experienced sleep paralysis before. Yes. And there's ooh, been ooh, ooh, which which <laughs> foreshadowing. Yeah, we might get into that. Um, I have experienced uh, sleep paralysis episodes where I have so felt scary, like I was possessed. Yep. Oh, God. Because I'm somewhere in between like a dream and reality. Wait, you're like basically hallucinating because you're mm-hmm. awake and you're seeing awake things, but you're still dreaming. Oh, it, I won't get so into those scary. now. I'll save those for that episode. Mm-hmm. But like those have shaken me to my core. Mm-hmm. And when I was thinking about what I had said um, in the phobia podcast about how, where my claustrophobia stemmed from. That I feeling that you can't move. Well, yes, there's yeah. that. And I said that the house was haunted Mm -hmm. and that the door wouldn't open. And it was mostly because I I believed that there was something in the house that wanted me to be stuck in that room. Okay, great. I'm going to throw up now. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I, I've had a lot of, um, paranormal experiences. Yeah. (laughs) Every episode, I feel like I have a woo woo moment where people are like, (laughs) we're done listening. (laughs) This girl's, a nutcase. Yeah, but if you don't believe in the paranormal, who are you? Because I do. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of another question too. Mm-hmm. But I am so uh, 
The exorcism of Emily Rose messed me up so badly. Yeah, that one. Did we see that together? Because I feel I like watched, watched it, it so many times, and I don't know why. Me neither. It scares well, me terribly. I think it was like around the time that we were like early, either late middle school or early high school. So like going to a sleepover and watch scary movies with your friends mm-hmm. was like the cool thing to do. And I was like, you guys, this is really real. Yeah. <laughs> like this isn't like this isn't like Freddy or anything like that, which right. is still scary because it's dreams and stuff. Yeah. But but it was like based on a true story. And mm-hmm. also that girl, phenomenal actress. She did oh a great job. So scary. Wasn't she in Dexter? Yes. I couldn't see her sister. as anything other than Emily. And I'm like, <gasps> don't trust her. <laughs> the next one she was in, I think after Emily was white chicks and she was the one who was like, <laughs> back fat Betty. <laughs> Throw the whale back in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the whole uh, time I was just thinking like her head's going to start spinning around. Oh my God. No, when, when she like crab rocks. Oh my gosh. No. Or when um her boyfriend wakes up and she's just like on the floor in that contorted <gasps> position. Dude. <laughs> that I'm is funny. That is more of a phobia for me than anything. Like I truly, yeah, I'm afraid of those other things. Yes, those other things bring up like a really intense response. Mm-hmm. But I'm so hot right now. <laughs> possession and like the D word. Demons. <laughs> I don't want to say it. I truly don't want to say it. Like I know that's, I feel like a child because I'm like, I don't want to say that word. I don't want to say that word. And my mind on went straight to dicks. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, some of them are are scary too, (laughs) but there are times when I'll wake up in the middle of the night and if I wake up at 3am, yeah, you're just like, I'm asleep. I'm asleep. asleep." I will say the Lord's prayer over and over again. Mm -hmm. And sometimes if I forget the Lord's prayer, I'm like, great. Someone's here and they're blocking my phone. my thoughts it's bad it yeah. is so bad and like this if ollie super... starts crying at three in the morning i'm like you're on your own buddy yep sorry i, can't help, you. I <laughs> cannot help you today I'm stuck in my bed right now because <laughs> the, there are scary things around no i can't handle that at all that movie really really ruined me for that i, I was never even thinking that was a thing and then i was like cool now there's more shit to be afraid of well, are you kidding me i'm i no longer so sorry mom <laughs> Um, consider myself Catholic. Yeah. I we attend um a church that's Christian, but like, I mean, we sang a song at Catholic church that said they'll know we are Christian by our love. So like, I'm not too far off, but that was You're something. In the same neighborhood. You're just not in the same house. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the whole upside down crucifixes and like speaking in tongues and like dousing people in holy water like that scares mm-hmm. the absolute shit out of me yeah a hundred percent when you were saying phobias you're like good catholic christians and i was like they scare me or good catholic <laughs> girls so i was like they scare me too that's my other phobia <laughs> catholic girls no i'm kidding i'm so sorry skirts <laughs> yeah those britney me. spears in that video oh my gosh honestly one of the questions is, oh, do you have any hidden talents? What? How did that segue? Because <laughs> I can do a Britney Spears impression. <laughs> yeah, you can. Please do it. I don't. Oh, my gosh. This is like my phobia. Um, oh, we talked about this in the yeah. imposter syndrome episode that we didn't air. Yeah. Where I have a nightmare where people tell me to sing. And you're like, I can't just and I'm not a performing uh, monkey. <laughs> I don't know a song to sing. <laughs> so whenever I have to do like my Britney Spears impression, I don't know what to do. But if I were to teach you how to do a Britney Spears impression, mm-hmm. it's like you're saying a vowel, but also almost sneezing. <laughs> so it's very much like, 
you have to. Okay, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, I do this for a like, I got the giggles. I used to do this in church. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> it's very much like... <laughs> Good luck with this, honey. Oh. Good luck with this, honey. Is that what you said? Oh. I think I did it again. <laughs> but if you're going to try it, it's very much... Um, <laughs> <laughs> like you're almost gonna sneeze, <laughs> and <it> just <laughs> you, you try. <laughs> okay, give it to me again. I'm almost gonna sneeze, but I just do a vowel. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> was like, that's it. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ew, if yeah. I hate that, <laughs> cut it. Uh, it's like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm into it. And I'm oh, so okay. Maybe that's not my secret tell. <laughs> it really is. No, she so, can do it very well. I've heard it before. I can't do it right now because I'm crying. <laughs> it's okay. Bring it back <sighs> later on. Okay. Yeah. Maybe later on. We'll end it with that. Okay. Next question. How are you so awesome? Wait, I didn't get to answer the hidden talent. Oh, sorry. Go. What's your hidden talent? I have none. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want to be left out. Uh, okay. How are you so awesome? How am I? Yep. <laughs> That's what they asked. How are you so awesome? Oh my God. Thank you. Um, I like to thank my mom. <laughs> First of all. No. What? Uh, awesome how? I need more. Back. Just how are you so awesome? Just be like, I don't know. And then we'll go to the next one. Yeah. I'm. Uh, She's like, my first response is, I'm not awesome. Yeah. That was literally what I was going to say. Like, stop it. Don't compliment me. How dare you? <sighs> You're imposter syndrome. Is I know. I really am. Um, I think this one was more for me because I shared it on my photography page. Where it says, where do you edit your photos? Um, Lightroom. <laughs> <laughs> I edit in Lightroom and we take our photos. So, Oh, or I do use a couple other like apps, but I have no idea what they're called right now. Um, like for our stories and stuff, mm. to put things together. Mm -hmm. I think it's like unfold or something like that. Sorry um, to take a giant drink there. <clears throat> Describe each other in three words. <gasps> Whoa. Just do you, three. Do you want me to start? Yep. Well, I guess you don't have to. Well, I will. <laughs> Strong. <gasps> witty. Um, Strong, witty. There's so many I want to use for the third one, but I'm trying to think of what a really good one would be. I want to say intelligent, but I also really want to say <laughs> but like... But you're also dumb as... <laughs> you're even dumb, dude. <laughs> you're like real no, dumb. I, I'm, I'm having tr trouble with t three because I want to say something about you have a very big, caring heart, but also Aww. I think you're extremely intelligent. Big, so. caring heart. That's my words. <laughs> big, caring, caring. And you have a heart. And I have heart. <laughs> All right, my turn. Okay. I mean, your turn. Um, I would say... Can I, I want to use intelligent. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think can absolutely. I also think you're witty. I feel Thank like I'm you. just stealing your words. Um, 
And well, we're also very similar. So. I even knew this question. Why didn't I like come prepared? Yeah. That's dumb as hell. Well, <laughs> we just established okay, well, that. Good hearts the third. <laughs> <laughs> that settles it. Um, passionate. Oh, good one. I was also going to say passionate because of your work. Got so. it first. Okay. Well, shit. Yeah, I think you're really passionate Thank about you. like the things you really want to invest your time in. I do. The people that you love. I think you're really is it. <laughs> I don't have a lot of things that I'm passionate about. I do. With this though, this the I second do. we decided we were going to do yeah, this, I was like, "Wow, I'm going to put my entire all self and being into it every yeah. day all day." I really like it. Yeah. Um, what are your favorite shows? Ooh, okay. Well, right now I'm re- <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. Smack your head right on the <laughs> Sorry. Um, oh, man. I really like Mindhunter on Netflix. Did you ever watch that? Um, I think it came out like right when I was about to give birth. So. Yeah. So you had to wait a little bit. But yeah. it, it, it is really, really good. Um, right now, I love New Girl. That's, um, I watched that show four times over. Yeah. Four or five times over. Like front to back. New Girl, super good. The Office, I like. Um, I'm trying to think of not so cliche ones yeah. because I know the office and like new girl people are like, uh, whatever. Um, I really love the great British, British, <laughs> British. great British baking show. I've never seen it. What? Yeah. Never. Oh my gosh. We, there's like six seasons, I think. Where and they do like hol- Hulu Netflix. Oh, for real? Yes. Oh, I gotta get on that. Um, I really, they switched judges. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how many seasons in Mary Berry was a judge. Love her name. First of all, <laughs> it's great. Great. And a. then Paul Hollywood is the other judge. Polly Holly, got it. <laughs> no, no, Mary Berry and Polly Holly. You cannot tell me anything different. <laughs> so, um, they switched it, and Paul Hollywood, Polly Holly, is still <laughs> one of the judges. But now Prue something. I don't know her last Shmoo, name. Got it. <laughs> Prue Schmoo and Polly Holly are now the new judges. Amazing. And <laughs> so sorry, I missed you. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. Um, they're the new judges, and I really felt like I wasn't gonna like them. Yeah, because you know it's like when they change a character. When they changed Marnie in Halloween Town, and oh, you're like, "Oh my god, I, I was don't like, like I'm, this Halloween yeah, Town." I know that that's not who she is, and also, <laughs> yeah. what the hell? <laughs> I have trust issues. Yeah, because you didn't think I would notice. <laughs> yeah. I did notice. Yeah. Same thing when they changed Topanga's parents three times. Oh my God. And Sean's sister disappeared. Yeah. Where's she at? We could go into, there's a whole storyline. He had, yeah. Listen, (laughs) don't get me started on Boy Meets World. (laughs) But, oh, that's another one. Oh yeah, Boy Meets World. Uh, Listen. Great. I used to sit for six hours with my friend Dylan in college and I would just watch Boy Meets World and he would patiently listen to me recite every single line. There, it's, it's, what in everything that I feel like is good inside of me, I feel it came from Boy Meets World. Really? A hundred percent. I watch it now as an adult and I'm like, that is the way, that's why I am the way that I am. Or like, it it was very progressive for its time. Yeah. Like just being when Girl Meets World came out. Yeah. I said a, an alarm on my phone and I'm like, really? I'm watching this. <laughs> yes. Because well, like, I've never seen it. And it's, I'm upset. At it's myself. not the same as boy meets world yeah. because nothing can be, but yeah. it is nostalgic to see those people. Like it was like they were making attempts mm-hmm. to have something that was similar. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. Um, do you have any other ones? I'm trying to think of one that... Um, oh, I love Game of Thrones, too. I really... Me and my boyfriend binged that so hard when we got Shane together. Really, I have a problem where um, when we turn the TV on, I fall asleep. Yeah. Just like I become narcoleptic out of nowhere. Yeah. So there's very few things that I can stay awake well, for. And that's su- that one is super hard to follow. We watched it all and then we had to rewatch it so that I could understand because they introduced like a shit ton of characters at yeah. you at the same time and also like anything sci-fi or like yeah. a different world like that is hard for me a little bit to get into at first because I'm like what is happening like yeah. what the hell is a dire wolf or whatever yeah and I tried to read the books first because mm-hmm. I try to do that with everything I want to read the book before I get into it like and see it because I want to have my own like image in yeah, my mind characters and yeah. settings until I see them and I'm like oh whatever but I was reading like the first chapter and I'm like what the fuck is going on yeah. <laughs> like I could not figure it out and then when I watched it I was like oh okay there's now like incest it. and stuff so much and incest. I'm like a lot of boobies I can't a lot of boobies <laughs> I can't follow I'm just I got too many questions and people don't ever it's like watching sports and no one yeah. wants to answer your question oh my god I told my boyfriend that's one of my favorite things about him because a lot of men that I've dated, yeah. when we watch sports, they make me feel... Not even men that I've dated, just men that I've been around yeah. when we watch sports. If I ask a question that... How the nuisance. hell would I know it otherwise? I didn't play it, obviously. And then like nobody sat with me as a boy and <laughs> told me how it worked. So how would I know unless I asked? So I would ask the question and they'd be like... Are you serious? You don't know that that's a fucking touchback or whatever. <laughs> and then my but my boyfriend will sit there and be like, "Oh, this." They, you know, like yeah, explain slowly it. explain it, and I'm like, "You don't talk to me like I'm stupid. Thank you." Thank and you. I'm getting more into it now because I'm like, "Cause you understand?" Because like I like the strategy of games. I don't want to oh, think people yeah. are just throwing balls. So when he's like telling me, <laughs> "Oh, there's the boys tossing their balls again." Yeah. Well, but like I'm like, oh, this is boring to me because all I see is until they get a touchdown. Yeah. But now that I understand plays and like the strategy behind it, yeah. that's what I'm into. Yeah. Now you're now you're down with it. Yeah. Um, I like Jane the Virgin. Oh, I haven't seen it that either. But I I have been told multiple times to watch that. It's pretty funny. And there's like it's kind of like supposed to be like a telenovela, mm-hmm. but like also a sitcom. Yeah. It's a very cool concept, and they're it's funny, but also I'm like. <gasps> several times yeah i oh i love it if a tv show can make me go (gasps) Mm -hmm. i'm like down yeah and i think that's about all that we really have watched oh haunting a hill house did you watch that no is it really good oh my gosh you have to go home and watch it yeah tonight okay like shane and i have not watched a show where we've gotten through so many episodes and looked at each other and we're, we're like, we have to watch another episode or we'll perish. I love that feeling. Whenever you're watching it, it like I love binge watching stuff or binge listening yeah. to stuff podcast wise. When I'm like, when is this ending so that I can get to the next one? Yeah. That's what I love. When I'm like, uh, I've stayed up until five in the morning, but I need to watch more. I don't even care about sleeping. It <laughs> is so beautifully done. Yeah. I just watched a YouTube video about how there's one scene that they shot in 17 minutes in like fluid 17 minutes straight. Yeah. So if you can imagine children bouncing back and forth between present day and like past. So the sets had to be next to each other so that the characters and the cameras could seamlessly go from the present to the past for 17 minutes. Yeah. We can barely carry on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. For three (laughs) right? without flubbing something. Right. And they had to have cameras, lighting, um, 
sound, like all of their lines. And if one person messed up at any point in the cast or crew, they had to restart from the top. Oh, wow. And it was, it was the most beautifully, it's episode six. Okay. (laughs) If you're wondering. Yeah, I need to watch it. They had to shut down production for like three months and created like a a man-made, well, they're all man-made, I guess, elevator, (laughs) but like their own personal elevator to shoot this one scene where they start on the second level and go down to the first level. So you are like watching the people walk down the stairs as they're walking down the stairs. It's so cool. Yeah, I love that. And I didn't realize how seamless it was, but it makes you get so invested in the moment because it seems Mm -hmm. like Like one big long thing. And it is. Yeah, I love that. Haunting a Hill House yeah. is one of the most unreal. And I'm not going to tell you a thing about it. Please because don't. Just, it's the bomb. Oh, I can't wait. Um, <laughs> How's Patricia? How's pa- Did somebody seriously ask that? <laughs> yeah. She's okay. She'll pop back up here soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I posted um a thing that said um, when you go into Target needing toothpaste and you spend $200. It's like, that wasn't me, that was Patricia. Yeah, (laughs) I think that's when someone sent it. But I think the reason that I brought up Patricia is because when I react to anxiety or like when I experience anxiety, sometimes I'm laughing. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like performing. I'm like uh, creating a diversion Mm -hmm. or a distraction. Sometimes I'm angry. Yeah. Sometimes I'm crying. Sometimes I flee. Yeah. (laughs) Like I remember a time when we um, had just bought our house and we walked in and I was anxious and I told Shane, I was like, I have to get out of here. Mm -hmm. And I walked out of our house and just started walking down the street and he's like, what's happening? Where are you going? And I'm, it was Patricia. Patricia had to go. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, well, I flee all the time. Fleeing is one of my favorite things. Ask anybody who's gone to the bar with me. Seriously. A serial fleer. That is my, that is my go-to, especially when I live close enough to walk home. Oh man. And I have, don't have to wait on a ride. I will be like there one minute and then they'll text me and be like, Hey, where are you at? And I'm like, I'm going in my on pajamas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm very notorious for that. But also, uh, yeah, I'm very much, my biggest one is laughing in situations I shouldn't be laughing at. Yes. I'm such an uncomfortable laugher. Like if a situation is making me so uncomfortable that I don't know what to do, I will start laughing and that, I don't know what to do. That happened to me when I found out about my genetic disorder. Yeah. You just start laughing. and yep. then, So if anyone out there doesn't know, I had two miscarriages before I had my son. And after my second one, I had to have emergency surgery. I mean, we could probably have an episode about yeah. that, but... I went and got my DNA tested and I talked to the doctor and he was like, um, your results came back and they're interesting, interesting. And I'm like, okay, I would prefer my DNA not to be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to I just, just be want to hear that regular old DNA. Yeah. <laughs> and I found out that my, uh, body just spontaneously aborts my pregnancies. And so like, there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. And he said that in order for me to have a successful pregnancy, I have to give myself two injections in the stomach every single day for the first 13 to 15 weeks, mm-hmm. um, stick pills in places. I didn't know you could take pills <laughs> yep. and then take some orally as well Yeah, and do all of that and hope yeah. that it works. Obviously it did work one time for me, Yeah, but I started hysterically laughing. Oh my God. And he didn't know what to do. Yeah. They were like, um, and I said, so you're telling me, Anytime I want to have a child, <laughs> I have to stab myself in the stomach <laughs> twice a day for weeks. And he's like, 
Yep. Yes. And, and I just, I was almost in tears laughing and he was like, um, I'm going to go. <laughs> you know the way out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to leave you to it. But yeah, that was Patricia. Oh yeah. That's, <laughs> we did that at our grandma's funeral. That's yes. terrible. And I'm sorry if anybody's listening. We don't, that's the thing that's We awful. don't think it's funny that she died. <laughs> no, not at all. That's the thing that's awful when people see it and they're like, they're laughing at a funeral. They're making jokes, but like. I don't it's, know how to cope with pain otherwise. That is yeah. how I do it. It's Patricia. <laughs> yeah. She's she's there for me. <laughs> yeah. Thank, thanks, thanks, Patricia. Patricia. Um, how did you come up with your name? Oh, the ladies and tangents. <clears throat> mm-hmm. My God, we could go on. We we spent an <laughs> insane very long time. amount of time thinking of a name. Um, like, God, weeks. We weeks were almost um, overly, overly caffeinated. caffeinated. Which because we talk fast. Yes. And sometimes it's hard to like, I don't know. People say sometimes it's hard to understand us because we're like, yep. And giggly. But at the same time, we didn't want it to be like, I don't know. We wanted to talk about serious things as Mm -hmm. well. So we didn't want to like, we want, it was important for us that our name very much explained who we were and and what what to expect. Yeah. We wanted to make, and, and we did think of several other very mm-hmm. good ones but pretty much everyone was taken that like you said before yeah. you said there's 300 going a day everyone that we looked up that we really really liked was taken yeah although i do love our name i think i remember specifically where i was i was driving and you were marco polling me so i just mm-hmm. had it on at my on the background and you just like said it like ah whatever and i was like no no go back to that one because yeah. i really like that because you were saying it's like ladies and gents but it's like ladies and tangents and i was like i love that let's do it well it has like a deeper meaning for me oh please and i will say before i was messaging you i actually was texting several people who because we we did spend a lot of time trying to figure out what this was going to be and part of me thought we were just procrastinating yeah yeah that was like a main part of it too it wasn't even like we were thinking like what are we going to talk about yeah How and who it? are we trying to reach who's yes. our target audience who do who is our ideal listener mm-hmm. and so once we kind of created that i we created a list of potential names mm-hmm. that weren't already taken and i started texting a bunch of my brides, honestly, who I thought were like ideal listeners and people who I I had already developed like a friendship level with that I felt pretty comfortable texting, um, and gave them a list of these names. And as I was typing out the names, I added ladies and tangents because Mm -hmm. I was thinking about tangents and how we go off on a bunch of tangents. Yeah. And then I remembered when I was growing up, that my grandma on my other side, there were so many videos and I wish I could find one of these where she would kind of point to me and I would stand and say, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls presenting me. (laughs) (laughs) And as cute as it was for a child to say, yeah, the older I got, I kind of got teased a little bit being like, Oh wow, Jerry, you love being the center of attention. And (laughs) I get you. I truly don't. Yeah. Um, But I thought about that and how I did enjoy just making people happy Mm -hmm. and making people laugh Mm -hmm. and performing. And so I kind of thought about that. And then I, yeah, I Marco Polo you and was like, what do you think of the name ladies and tangents? Like ladies and gents, but like tan, tan, (laughs) yeah, like tan 
men. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think of that? And yeah, that was so funny too, because it was in a list too. You said like several Uh other ones at the same time. And like, I remember hearing that one. I was like, time out, go back. Because I like that one a lot. The way you said it. And when you, I was like, "Mm mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that was it. From that I think it's on. perfect. Yeah. We, we wanted people to hear our name and see our photo and read our descriptions and read our titles and be kind like, of understand what you were getting. Into. I know exactly what this is. Yep. And I, I like there are people and it's funny because people are like, oh, I don't know if so-and-so is going to like listening to you giggle for an hour. And that's fine. You don't have to. That's <laughs> yeah. you don't have to listen. We know that we're not going to please everybody. And we obviously I don't get along with everybody. I don't expect everybody to want to listen to me for an hour. Yeah. I'm honestly amazed that as many people do as, <laughs> yeah. as I have been listening. But yeah, that was like. Yeah. You don't like it. That's okay. You don't it just have like to. Fit. We want you to know what you're getting into so that if you don't like the name, no, you're probably not going to like what we have to say. <laughs> yeah. So don't listen. So that was important for us to be very clear and yeah. concise at the very beginning. And I think we, we don't want to trick you. Yeah. I think we did that. We did. Yeah. Um, what's the last text you sent? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Um, let me get into my phone. Mine is, we will be there. (laughs) I was talking about Thanksgiving with my mom. Mine says, ha 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 ha. It reminded me of her so bad. Also watch this and tell me it's not her. I was crying and I was talking about my mom. (laughs) I sent this to my sister. It's a meme and it's Kim Kardashian on the phone and it says me calling my mom anytime there's an inconvenience in my life, then hanging up when she starts her bullshit. Sorry, Annalyn. <laughs> no, but that's mostly my sister said. I've said that to mom so so many times. She knows because, <laughs> oh God, I love my mom, but she's exactly like us, both of us, where she'll just start going off on tangents. It's like, yeah, I got to go. Because <laughs> I'm not a big person that talks on the phone and she loves talking on the phone like when she's driving and I can't when I'm driving. So I'm like, mom, I love you. I got to go. She's always so sweet about it. Too. She's like, okay, no problem. That's fine. I love you. Bye. <laughs> But yeah, that's what we were talking about. And then there's a video that reminds me of her too, which I'll show you, mom. (laughs) But that's what it was. I'll send it to you because you listened. (laughs) Um, What pushed you to do the podcast? Oh, oh, wow. I'm going to get kind of deep for a second. We had been talking about it on and off since I I babysat your child for you for when you went back to school for a while. So what was it? Three, four months? Mm Mm-hmm. And um, we had kind of started talking about it a little bit then. And then like summer hit and I was working all the time and I was having like some issues with an illness that I have, a chronic illness. And it was like, Mm -hmm. whatever. And then I got into one of the longest depressive episodes that I've had in years. And it scared me really, really badly. And, um, I still was coming over here like every day, but you knew, you said yeah. you could tell, you're like, I can tell it's still there. And I would pretend and be like, I'm better today. I'm on the upswing. And you're like, mm-hmm. no, you're not. I know. <laughs> I know you better than that. If you're saying I'm on the upswing, yeah, you are not, not near any swing at all. No, I was trying to convince everybody else so that I could try to convince myself that I was getting better. So when we finally decided to take the plunge, it was when I was on the upswing mm-hmm. and I was like, I need something in my life that will give it meaning and Mm -hmm. will give me kind of like an outlet yeah I needed an outlet and I needed to feel like I was useful again and that sounds like so pathetic kind of but I was feeling so 
um, mundane in like everyday life. And I just wanted some way to be like using my creativity and my intelligence. And also I wanted, like I said, I've said this before, but if you haven't listened, when I was in that depressive episode that lasted months, like hard months, um, so it wasn't just like a couple days out of it. It was like yeah. every single day for months. It was very bad. Um, and I use podcasts. And so I was like, what better way than to hopefully be a, that voice that's in somebody's ear that can be like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. So well, yeah. you mentioned too that like now that Noah is like going to be eight, mm-hmm. that he's becoming more independent. And yeah. so you kind of felt like, well, what, yeah. what's, what do I do that's now? Such, that's such an interesting thing too. Whenever you become, when you are a young mother, um, I had him when I was 20 and I was not ready to be a mom at all, but you're just thrown into it. So you're like, well, I'm going to do the best that I can do. And I did that, I think. But um, then when they get to the age where they're self-sufficient for the most part, I mean, he still needs me, but you know, he, I cook him food, food, but he can get himself here. Like he doesn't yeah. need me, need me. I'm just like there. And yeah. he's getting very much like, I don't need you. And so yeah. it just kind of feels like, well, what the hell Who is my purpose now? <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't go to college because I was doing this and I didn't go and pursue all the things I wanted to pursue. Not that I love my child and God, I'm glad that everything went the way that it did. But whenever they get to an older age, you're just almost like, I put myself on hold. Yes. Because I, so now yeah. what? So yeah. now what? And so I was, I was really feeling that hard and yeah, it was perfect timing for it. Yeah. I am obsessed with clothes. Oh, yeah. It's a problem for me. It's a problem for my closet. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's why I'm so excited to be sharing Newly with our audience because Newly is a way to try out trendy styles, colors, silhouettes, all different kinds of things that maybe you've been interested in but are like going to make your bank cry. Mm -hmm. Now you can rent them for a period of time and then you just ship them back. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. That's another beautiful thing Mm -hmm. because a lot of places may not have options for everyone. And this has so much diversity, not only in the brands that they offer, but also they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy what you love. It's fun, it's sustainable, and you can save because you get to try out a bunch of stuff that you like, or maybe you're like, I don't know, maybe I would like this. And then you get it and you're like, "Ah, I don't think that's for me, but there's no commitment to buy it unless you really do love it. And you're like, you actually can't have this back, Newly. I'm keeping it. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off of your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code tangents 20 just go to n-u-u-l-y.com that's newly with two u's and enter the code tangents 20 and sign up to get 20 dollars off your first month that's n-u-u-l-y.com newly with two u's with code tangents 20 newly subscription clothing rental change your clothes do you think seeing a therapist or psychiatrist would be helpful but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them or afford them? Try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting the help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Honestly, a lot of times you make that appointment at your appointment you already have. I don't know when I'm going to schedule my breakdown. I don't know when I'm going to need to talk to somebody. 
And with Talkspace, it's so nice because you can send messages to your therapist so you don't have to wait for your next session. Talkspace therapists can help with any specific challenges that you might be facing. And it's the number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, so much more. Plus, therapy can help you find the tools to cope in difficult times and just be a guiding light. So like maybe you're not going through something really intense, but you just have like, I don't know, a work issue or... Or something going on with a friend of yours that you just need an outsider's perspective. And Talkspace is amazing for that. They also are in network with most major insurers. So check in on that. Yeah, absolutely. If you got it. Plus, as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off of your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80 to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Tangents, promo code SPACE80. Ladies and Tangents is sponsored by Claritin. Luckily for those that live with symptoms of allergies, you can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I will tell you, it's so funny because in my household, Corey recently was like, I think I'm getting a cold. I'm getting a cold. I'm getting another cold. I'm like, hey, babe, I think you have allergies. I think maybe you just need to pop one of these pills. And guess what? All of his symptoms went away. I'm like, "Mm, I don't think it's a virus. I think it's just weeds. (laughs) And I also know that whenever I go to Sierra's house, my allergies kick into place because of a certain pet. (laughs) So true. And thankfully, I'm able to enjoy all my time there. Now, just after I take a little Claritin D, clears me right up. All my (laughs) symptoms are just like, what cat? (laughs) Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Get non-drowsy relief for allergy symptoms with Claritin D. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful release is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Spring vibes are in the air, and when you bring in some of the beautiful flowers that are blooming around your house, you probably want to smell them and not your litter box. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Pretty Litter, you can. Seriously, nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. And I'm serious when I say that the, whatever magic is in those crystals, I cannot smell anytime. My cat will literally poop right next to me, and I don't realize that she did it until I hear her litter box start going. It's lightweight, low dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. Pretty Litter's crystals also change color to indicate early signs of potential illnesses in your cat, like urinary tract infections, kidney issues, and so much more. Which is super helpful since cats can't talk, and that's important information to have. (laughs) So true. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to your door. I know, because whenever I go over to Sierra's, it's there. (laughs) have some seriously but it's so nice because i don't have to change it as much as normal but i still have some on deck then whenever i do need it and you won't run out and you don't have to go to the store and carry around a giant thing of litter go to prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20 percent on your first order and get a free cat toy that's prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20 percent on your first order and get a free cat toy 
prettylitter.com slash tangents. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What is the most important thing to you when it comes to menstrual care? Um, I would say probably not having to worry about leaking, going about mm. my day, and not worrying about having to run to the bathroom when you feel that, oh, what's, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, I think I'd agree. Yeah. And that's why we're excited to tell you about Flex. If you want a period product that looks out for your body, your lifestyle, and the planet, you've got to try Flex. There's the Flex Disc, which is a one-time-use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside your body. It's not a cup, and it's better than a tampon. It's unlike any period product you've ever seen before. One Flex Disc can be worn for up to 12 hours, and it holds as much flow as three super tampons. Plus, you can wear it for mess-free period sex. Yes, my white sheets love that for me. <laughs> Flex discs also create 60% less waste compared to pads and tampons, so they are planet-friendly. And if you want to go with zero waste and have the planet love you even more, you can pick up the Flex Cup, a reusable menstrual cup that Cosmo rated number one. The patented pull tab makes Flex the only cup on the market that removes like a tampon. It's so easy. You already know how to use it and you won't lose it. Yes, which is very important. It's also disability friendly and made with beginners in mind. So when I say like this is easier to use than tampons, I really truly believe that. Well, this beginner is grateful for that. <laughs> yes. It's also velvety soft and completely body safe and it lasts for years. So say goodbye to cramps, put sex back on the table, and lend Mother Nature a hand. Go to flexfits.com slash tangents and use code tangents for 20% off Flex Disc starter kits. Or 10% off your first Flex Cup. Plus, you get free U.S. shipping. That's code tangents at flexfits.com slash tangents. Needed that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Good question. Yeah. Um... I just, I don't know. I just get these ideas in my head that I'm like, I want to do that. And then well, I and just, the thing I love about you is you have never been the type of person that I am, <laughs> which is like, let's talk about this thing for six years and never accomplish it. Okay. Which, to be fair, I kind of am. The only yeah. reason I'm not is because of Shane. Yeah. I have these ideas. I don't know how to execute them. Yeah. So like, like this, this wouldn't have happened idea. except my husband has a degree in yeah. recording he was going to be a sound engineer so he's like no we're gonna make this happen and so he produces yeah, everything he was very supportive he still is extremely he, supportive he made us our boom stands yeah, for our mics which we're using now and is wonderful because i don't feel like i have to scooch forward so hard she last time she had a stool in between her legs holding a mic i, I had to sit at a very awkward angle <laughs> for an hour it was <laughs> intense yeah um but yeah i he kind of pushed me and, and honestly, my desire to create with you mm -hmm. pushed me. Like yeah. I really, really badly wanted to do something with you. Yeah. And I knew. Yeah. Cause we both have very creative, but mm -hmm. separately in like different ways, yeah. creative personalities. And I was like, Oh, I would love to see how this would mesh together. Well, my, I mentioned my dad was my basketball coach and if you listen to that man's pregame speech, you would run through a wall. Like mm -hmm. you 100% were like, I can fly. Yeah, I'm pretty I can sure. do this. <laughs> so there are times where I feel, and when I was teaching as well, I felt like there were certain lessons that I would teach where I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I reached people. Yeah. 
I think I made a difference and not that I don't feel that in photography because I know I'm making a difference. Yeah. I have people telling me all the time, like how they hate having their photo taken and they feel uncomfortable and they feel awkward you make them and feel beautiful. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's all I ever want yeah. is to feel secure and to be able to provide that to other people is an incredible, incredible gift. And I love serving people in that way, but I don't get to take everyone's picture and not that I'm in everyone's ear right now, but I am the more people we can reach, the more it's like, right. We just want to, yeah, I just want to make a difference and I want to help people Mm -hmm. and I want to bring awareness to conversations that maybe don't always happen. Like, Oh yeah. I was shocked by the lack of, knowledge of imposter syndrome i know and how much the the reach we got for that there were people saying i never knew i had this but i definitely do and i'm so glad you brought awareness to it and the thing that like i know that people say i talk about mental health a lot i'm very open about my mental health disorders and seeing therapists and i think therapy is amazing and everybody should do it and i want that to be as normal if i can get that out and just continue to talk about it and i make at least one person decide that like hey maybe i'll go see a therapist and Mm -hmm. talk about this issue and it helps you then i've done my job or validate someone's experience yes i've had people i'm not crazy that's oh my god because whenever i was I was told that I was lazy my entire life. Mm -hmm. You sleep all day. You're lazy. I had no idea. And not even by people close to me, just like the world had that idea of people who lay in their bed all day. And I was like, I am just lazy. This is a bad character trait of me, whatever. I had no idea that I had extreme depression, especially in high school. It was very bad to the point where it was like suicidal. Yeah. And when other people started, like, especially social media, I know everybody shits on it, but man, that was the first time that I was like, oh my God, I'm not alone. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm not lazy. Oh my God, this is an issue that if I could work on that specifically, mm-hmm. I can fix it. Right. And it is amazing. Yeah. Whenever you figure that out. I have been so... It was wonderful to hear the response from the first two and people being like, oh my gosh, that was so funny. I really enjoyed it. And, being, and knowing that we brought you know, humor into someone's life for a little bit of time when maybe they weren't feeling like laughing. Yes. But imposter syndrome and anxiety, the response we got from that where people were saying, I didn't know there was a name for what I was feeling. I, I battle with this all the time and it's nice to know I'm not alone. Or I thought that, you know, I was crazy for feeling these things and, and that they were able to connect with some part of our story or even Shane's story um, saying, you know, I relate to that and now I feel validated Mm -hmm. was so powerful. Yeah. And I, I could have been okay. (laughs) Not ever. I want to continue doing this obviously, but knowing that we had reached our goal so quickly. Yeah. Yeah, It was like, okay, awesome. There we go. Motivation to continue. Um, okay. Do you believe in other forms of intelligent life? Oh God. Yeah. A hundred percent. Same. I know we're not the only people out there. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of want to do an episode on that. Oh my God. Yes, please. Okay. This is a rapid fire. Okay. This or that. Oh, I'm scared. Okay. This or that. Okay. Go ahead. Summer or fall. Fall. Hot or iced coffee. Iced. Book or movie. Uh, Book for sure. Early riser. Night owl. Night owl. Color or black and white. Color. Beer or wine. Beer. I knew all of your answers <laughs> and all of mine are the opposite. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you complete me. <laughs> That's why I get along so well. 100% the opposite. Yours is summer over fall? 
Um, I hate I hate how short fall okay. is. I guess if fall was longer, then that would be cool. Yeah, like I love the um, fashion yeah. of fall just because I like it's big sweaters, layers, and, oh, amazing. But I like how slow summer feels. Yes, it feels like you have a lot of time. Feels yeah. like it goes on for a while. Yeah, and yeah, I do yeah. like being out, able to get out and be active. Now I hate like a hundred degree, ninety degree days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It suck. That's but awful. <laughs> but like when you, we you were going out on walks in those days that we got out and walked. Oh, oh yeah, that was the that. best. Yeah. Um. Let's see. But I also love winter because I don't feel pressure to have to go outside. So when hmm. I have my depressive episodes, I'm just like mm-hmm, snuggled up. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> um. Let's see. What would you try if you knew you couldn't fail? Oh, man. If I knew I couldn't fail. I used to have a poster that said that in my classroom. <laughs> really? Yeah. What? My kids are like, not come to school. I'm like, go home. Right. <laughs> Get out of here with that answer. Um, I think I would write a book, maybe. Because yeah. I would, I, I've always wanted to write a book. I love reading. So like I think what kind of book? I would w- probably start with nonfiction because it would be easy, like a biography, yes. just to get into writing. But I would love to do fiction. That's fascinating. You think nonfiction is easier than fiction? I do. Wow. Yeah. I feel the opposite. Well, no. you like research. Yes. I like to bullshit. Yeah. No, but then, but see, my problem is with bullshitting because I would love to eventually get into fiction because yeah. I've had dreams sometimes where I was like, I could write a fucking book. That mm-hmm. would be amazing. Just a story. Mm-hmm. And then it goes off. The thing that, like, I've always said this when I read Harry Potter or J.K. Rowling and stuff is like, you have to, when you make a world, you have to have details to everything, answers to everything. Yeah. And that part would be so hard for me because. But you could just make it up because no one can tell you it's wrong. You could, but there are people on the internet now that do tell you it's wrong. And that's why I won't do it. <laughs> they ruin everything. Huh. What would you do? What's crazy is that had you asked me mm, like two years ago, mm-hmm. I would have a list of things. Yeah but I've done them all. Yeah. Right. Isn't that amazing? So I wanted to pursue photography Mm -hmm. and now I'm doing that full time. Crushing it. I (laughs) wanted to, um, write a children's book. Yeah. And I've done that. It's very good. I'm partway through illustrating it. Yeah. Um, I wanted to do a podcast. Mm -hmm. Here we are. Boom bitches. Welcome to it. (laughs) Um, which when I first read that question, I'm like, I don't know, what would I do? And then I thought about it and reflected for a second and I'm like, I'm doing wow. it. Yeah. <laughs> I freaking did it. And okay, I was telling Sierra that I for our third anniversary, which we got married on my birthday. So it was like our anniversary slash my birthday present. Mm-hmm. Um, we booked a reading with um, yeah. a psychic uh-huh. and or a medium. I don't know if he prefers one word or the other, I think he prefers medium. Um, and in that conversation, he said that I am like a pusher and I see potential in people and I push people to meet that potential. And if I, and I'm a visionary, he said, he's just really, uh, gassing me up. up. (laughs) And he's like, if you have a vision for your life, then you just do it. And, And that was a year ago. Yeah. A year and a half ago yeah, that he did that reading and I just, I recorded it. And so I just watched it and I was like, oh my gosh, I did I'm that. I'm doing that. I, yeah. Everything that he says. Yeah. yeah. I just, and, and in it, he was, he kept saying how important it was for me to write. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote 
my children's book, yeah. which is something I feel really, really passionate about. And obviously like, I'm not going <laughs> to not putting it out. Just right. yeah, <laughs> right. not done. But I love the story. I love the meaning. It's I love beautiful. where it came from. Yeah. But like to know that in the moment where he was like, all I'm hearing is that you need to write. Yeah. You've been thinking about it and you need to do it. And at the time I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had no idea what he meant. Yeah. But now that I've done it, it's like, holy cow. Yeah. It's, it's unreal to me. Um, I'm thinking about reaching out to him yeah, <laughs> to see if, him do. Yeah. To see if he'd be okay with us doing a recording on the podcast. So probably shouldn't say that before I ask him, but like, if oh, you're interested, put it into the universe, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, that would but be think, fun to do. I think, I think the one thing that I would really pursue if I knew I couldn't fail is, um, my music career. Yes. Because when I, like if you asked child Jerry, like we little baby Jerry, Oh, I remember all she, this. Uh, she wanted She's to do music be a star. I know. Yeah. And that's the first thing that attracted me to my husband yeah. and, um, and attracted him to me. And, uh, we used, we have a band together. <laughs> and um we don't do anything anymore but we used to write music and we still do write on occasion but we don't have too much time i think if i knew that that could go somewhere that i would do that yeah for sure um your favorite stress slash happy food that you'll never give up oh my god this is gonna sound insane (laughs) are you ready for it yeah to everybody who doesn't know you're going to be like that sounds disgusting but it's macaroni soup (laughs) Oh my gosh, I know exactly what it is. Tomato juice. My mom used to make it for us. It's like, yeah, tomato juice. Pepper. Do you put pepper in it and then macaroni? Yeah. Well, you do. You boil macaroni and then you put it in tomato juice and heat it up. And then my mom puts, I put salt and pepper in mine. And then my mom puts cheese over hers and melts it. It is something she gave us because like, you know, when you're growing up, it was a cheap meal. It was, we were kids that were, um, kind of picky. I especially was picky. We loved pasta. So like mac and cheese and all that. So she was like, here's a variation of something. Yeah. And we were taking, you know, but it was, ugh. my I dad could eat it. makes it. Yeah. Whenever I, it must be something in that age group. Cause there's a lot of people that my her mom age hates that knows it. it. Yeah. So my mom probably heard that just yeah. now. I was, was like, that's Ugh. disgusting. Oh, I know a lot of people do. I love tomato juice though. I hate tomatoes. Hate I hate tomatoes, tomatoes too, but I love tomato juice. It's very, everything weird. tomatoes make I'm down with. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Yeah, all but the, actual all tomatoes. I think it's a texture are, thing. Oh, yep, <laughs> absolutely gross. I've seen people put like sugar on them. No, and just no, no. Honestly, it makes me gag thinking about. It's one of the most disgusting things ever. Yeah, yeah, but that's a big one for me. And now it's an adorable because every time my son spends the night at Nana's house, that's what mm. he asks for, and that, she'll call me and be like, "We just had macaroni soup," and that's I so love cute. that. I love it. Um, I think mine. I want to say pizza because honestly yeah. that's truly it in like so many different forms of pizza yeah um i guess if i have to narrow it down to a specific kind of pizza mm-hmm. that most people will be like that's gross oh i have another one too but it's, it's nasty cc's <laughs> oh cc's is so good well you told me you were pregnant mm-hmm. we got cc's yeah i drove <laughs> i was teaching in in one city mm-hmm. and lived 40 minutes away mm-hmm. and on my drive i <laughs> called cc's <laughs> yeah. and was like yo your girl's pregnant and she needs half a buffalo chicken pizza half a spicy pepperoni yeah <laughs> and a cheese stick yeah with extra marinara sauce <laughs> and i 
I remember sending you a picture too of mm-hmm. me just sitting in my underwear and yep. eating <laughs> CCs. Oh God. Yeah. That was good. That's good stuff. I was oh. going to say also my other thing is, which I know is disgusting. Don't come for me health food junkies, but I love ramen noodles mm. so much. Again, when you don't have a lot of money growing up, like you you get by how you get by and then those things are what you associate your happiness and your childhood memories with. Yeah. So like get off my backs, but oh, I could eat. I love, I love cereal as well. Yeah. Cereal's good. When I was pregnant with Noah, I was obsessed. I ate like a different kind of cereal every day, but frosted flakes and cappy crunch were oh, my two. I love that you're rubbing your belly. <laughs> while you say, you're like, mm. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> I'm hungry. Uh, noted. Um, let's see. Have you always been this close? Oh, like you and I? Yeah. Or to the microphone. <laughs> uh, do you want to start it off? Um, this, uh, yeah. Um, we, we, we were born nine days apart. We said that before. Yes. So, yes. Um, we used to sit on the stairs together at my grandma's house mm. And people said they would just walk by and watch us because we would talk to each other as like toddlers, like one year olds in our own language. But it was like we knew what we were saying to each other. And everybody else is like, look how cute this is. They're not saying anything. But like we knew people were fascinated by that. And like I truly I said this to Sierra like back in June when I was living in the basement, I pulled her into my office, which was also my kitchen and living room (laughs) Um, and uh, dressing room. Um, I said to her that I almost feel like we're more than cousins. Yeah. I almost feel like a twin type yes. thing with her. Cause we've been so close. Like, like I knew she was pregnant before she told me. Yeah. Well, that was the, so the next thing I was going to say was, so then we went to elementary school. I cried. I made my mom switch me schools yeah. out of my district so that I could be with you in yeah. your school. So we went all through elementary school, best friends, middle school, high school, graduated, we're going to go to college. We're going to room together. Yeah. But my, I had all sorts of issues. So that sucked. <laughs> so I didn't end up going. But like, we didn't necessarily hang out with the same friend groups no, in middle school we and were high school. still close. Yeah. Right. It was um, like it never stopped being. Right. We went on several vacations right out of mm-hmm. school, like as, you know, yeah. senior break yeah. <laughs> stuff together. And then, yeah, Jerry was the, the second person I told after I told. She was 15 minutes late. She was supposed to come to my house on her birthday. Mm-hmm. She was 15 <laughs> minutes late. And yeah, I found out on my birthday. How fun is that? <laughs> <laughs> and I texted her and I said, are you pregnant? And she goes, I'll be there soon. And I'm like, oh my God, you're pregnant. <laughs> now she mentioned she found out she was pregnant at 20, like yeah. on her 20th birthday. Yeah. That shouldn't be as a, your first thought. Yeah. Your first thought is, oh my God, you're pregnant. Especially yeah. like she wasn't married. Yep. And so like that shouldn't have been my first thought, but I just knew like, oh my God, this you happened. Felt it. Yeah. And I was like, mm, I'll see you in a minute. <laughs> Cause yeah. I had no intention on telling anybody for she a while. Only, you'd only taken like one test yep. that day. Yeah. I didn't even know for sure. You picked up another test on the way to my, <laughs> my parents' house. We took the test in the basement. Yep. Sat out on the back deck. Mm-hmm. It turned positive. We threw it in the street. So my mom wouldn't <laughs> find it in the trash. <laughs> yeah. Sorry for littering turtles. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry for the people who found that positive pregnancy test. They were probably pissed at their daughter. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and I remember just sitting on the deck and looking at the pool and being like, well, what are we going to do with this baby? <laughs> yeah. How are we going to raise go, our child? You go, 
well, at least I beat teen pregnancy. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> I was 20. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, that was a riot. <laughs> so we were always very close yes. growing up, and I still feel like we're incredibly close. But I feel like we would be lying. Yeah, if we said that we were always close. Because... We did have uh, about a year, maybe more than that, a little bit more of than a time. Year. Uh, yeah, you didn't speak to me for a year. Yeah, so it was a little. It was going on for a little <laughs> bit longer than that, but I didn't speak. So we yeah. had a, a, a pretty because you were supposed to be in my wedding, and yes, then we didn't speak, which is devastating to me. Yeah. By the way, when I see pictures, I'm like, oh, I should have been in that, but it's okay. I didn't have money anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't afford your a dress. son was in my wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was fine. But so there was an incident that happened that had a pretty big falling out. And I think we weren't even going to talk about it, but I think it's pretty important. This to was talk the only about. question I gave her a heads up on. Because yeah, because she's like, should we talk about that part or should? But again, we would be lying if we said, yeah, for sure. Always because it wasn't. And we Something won't go into like super important to me is that Sierra feels safe. Yeah. And that um, she knows that she's in control of telling her own story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for that, by the way. But so I I won't go into full detail on it just because it's not something I'm ready to go into full detail with, and I'm not sure if I ever will. But um, I was in a very bad place in my life, a super toxic place, and it happened. She was kind of, in a nice way, butting in. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, just just kind of trying to shake me awake almost and being like, this isn't you. I know this isn't you. I need you to wake up and save yourself. When you've known someone since they were born Mm -hmm. and you've experienced every bit of life with them and you, it was very hard for me to see you not be you. You. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't recognize you. And I knew that there was, there were things going on that were the reason you weren't mm-hmm. being you. And I felt just this pull to like, I didn't know. I don't know. I've always felt this responsibility, even though I'm only nine days older right, to, to be like, like the big, be the strong protector. protector. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then I took that very negatively because like I said, at the time, especially I was like 23 or 24 being a mom was all I had really. That was what I was good at and what I prided myself in. So I took that attack personally as like, you're attacking my skills at being a mother. And I went off the deep end and I was prideful in being like, it was about a relationship I was in. So I was also prideful in being like, I know what's best for me. I wouldn't be stupid. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm always like, I'm not one of those girls you see on TV kind of thing. If I knew something was wrong, don't you think I would do something about it? But you don't. When you're in that situation, it's terrible, and you don't. And the reason we wanted to talk about it is because I I want people to know that it's so important. The the people you want to have in your corner are the people who aren't sitting there enabling your bad decisions and gassing you up and being like, you're doing fine. Don't even worry. Keep drinking every weekend and pretending like what's going on isn't going on. The people you want in your corner are the people who are like, wake the fuck up. You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. I know you're better than this. I know you deserve better than what is being done to you. That's the part that was most important to me is you deserved better than what, what you were experiencing. Yes. And you knowing that now that's, that's just what I want to say, because I think it's important, especially in your twenties, you're going to make bad decisions 
that's something we need to remember too. And it's okay to make bad decisions. We all are going to do it. In your early 20s is intense. It's mm-hmm. intense. So a lot of things are thrown to you. And when you're a young mom on top of that, things aren't always going to go the way that you want it to. Um, and the people you want to have in your corner are the people who are doing shit to protect you. And they don't care that you won't talk to them for a year because in the end... They know they don't care. Sorry, I'm gonna try not to cry. <laughs> they don't care if you won't talk to them. I know in your heart you wouldn't have cared if I didn't talk to you for the rest of your life uh-huh. because you knew if you. And I didn't think you were going to. I know. I know. I didn't either. The fa- I, I tell Shane all the time the fact that we do this and that I see you so frequently and that that you were watching my son and uh-huh. that I hang out with your son and that we have this this together like. I never thought that was ever going to happen. I yeah. never thought you would even text me again. Yeah. Yeah. But those are the people you want, the people who are going to be like, I don't care if you never speak to me again. All I care about is that you're okay and that you're safe mm-hmm. and that you're doing what's right for you in the long run. And I just love you. I love you too. <laughs> and that made our, you know what? Freaking made our bond even stronger. I truly think we're closer because I of do it. too. I do too. And we, you know, it's funny. I'll say this now. Mm-hmm. Eh, it's fine. But <laughs> we didn't even talk about it. We were kind of like, I mean, I came to your wedding and it was like still kind of touchy there. And there was moments, a lot of moments. We never sat down fully and discussed what happened. It was almost That's like. That's a common thing in our family is yeah, just. It's like, oh yeah, we know that shit happened. We're not going to talk about it. We're just going to joke. With each yeah. other and pretend like nothing happened. But Forgiveness that's no- happens. Yeah. It just isn't a discussion. It does yep. Our family kind of like didn't feel that it needs to have a discussion to move on. Yeah. But we're not I those do. kind of people. <laughs> no, we're not those kind of people. I and need I love to talk it. about it. So she sat me down very recently. It was like within the last six months. Yeah, and it was, was in like, my office in the basement. Yeah. You were just like, I need to know that we're good and that you don't hate me. And I was like. I don't hate you. I love oh, you so we had much. a good cry. We did have a good cry. It was very beautiful. But yeah, that's that. I'm more thankful for the people in my life that did that to, than they'll ever know. In you, especially because it was yeah, it was very sorry. <laughs> it was a hard time, and just knowing that you can make it out of those with people on your side still is really really awesome. I will always be on your side. I know. I love you. I love you. Um, This is the last question. Okay. And it's more of a statement. Um, They said, I don't know. I just want you to talk about something obscure like butt stuff. Okay. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Are we going to talk about how often we poop our pants? (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's the butt. That is not what I thought of when I heard butt stuff. Why are you talking like dirty well, I don't want to because I've never. Oh no. Neither. <laughs> 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 but like, what are they trying to say? I don't know, but I I have pooped myself. So if I grow up, everybody does it. <laughs> <laughs> grow up. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes you, you poop yourself at homecoming, and it's fine. Yeah, and sometimes you have an irritable irritable bowel disease that runs through your family. <laughs> And you can't help it. <laughs> and you know what? Yeah. It's okay. I, wow, everybody's really shut off now. They're like, that's about the end. <laughs> Thank God we ended it with that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of that. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, that, I think, I don't know if I skipped any. Yeah, that's, I think, everything. Oh, 
There were a couple like would you rathers, but I feel like I want to lump those in to maybe do a. Well, we said, yeah, we might do like a would you rather like a mini episode, maybe only like a 30 minute one and then sprinkle that in so that you guys get a little 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 pop up somewhere. (laughs) Little little taste for your ear holes. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm so glad we did this again, man. I never want to stop because I missed it so bad. Me freaking too. And the beach was wonderful. Don't get me wrong. But man, there's something about like. You about carved my face out of coconut, didn't you? I did. It was really close. (laughs) I was really close. Well, that's the that on us. That's the that on (laughs) us. All right. We're out. All right. Goodbye. that it's the call of the crave and when the crave calls you know what to do try the five dollar bacon bundle because the only thing better than a white castle slider is a white castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon so pick any two of either the bacon cheese slider 1921 bacon cheese slider or chicken bacon ranch slider and also get a small fry for just five dollars with the five dollar bacon bundle white castle follow your crave Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. (laughs) Well. Ooh, yeah. That happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface.